ಶ್ರೀ ಗುರುಭ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ ನಮಸ್ತೆ ವೆಲ್ಕಮ್ ಟು ಎ ನ್ಯೂ ಎಪಿಸೋಡ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಸೀರೀಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಸೀನ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಇಂಡಿಯಾ ಪಾಡ್ಕಾಸ್ಟ್ ನಂಬರ್ ಟೆನ್ ದ ಕಂಟೆಂಟ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿಸ್ ಎಪಿಸೋಡ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಪಾಡ್ಕಾಸ್ಟ್ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಬಿನ್ ಕೊಲೆಕ್ಟೆಡ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ದ ಇನ್ಫಾರ್ಮೇಷನ್ ದಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಅವೈಲೇಬಲ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಫಾಲೋಯಿಂಗ್ ಪೋರ್ಟಲ್ಸ್ ಆನ್ ದ ಡೇ ಆಫ್ ಪಬ್ಲಿಕೇಶನ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿಸ್ ಪಾಡ್ಕಾಸ್ಟ್ ವಿಕಿಪೀಡಿಯಾ ಡಾಟ್ ಕಾಮ್ ಬ್ರಿಟಾನಿಕಾ ಡಾಟ್ ಕಾಮ್ ಯು ಸಿಗ್ಮಾ ಡಾಟ್ ಕಾಮ್ ಇಂಡಿಯಾ ದ ಡೆಸ್ಟಿನಿ ಡಾಟ್ ಕಾಮ್ ಡಾಲ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಇಂಡಿಯಾ ಡಾಟ್ ಕಾಮ್ ಪಿಕಿಂಗ್ ಟ್ರೀ ಡಾಟ್ ಇನ್ ಡಿ ಎಲ್ ಎಸ್ ಎಚ್ ಕ್ಯೂ ಡಾಟ್ ಓ ಆರ್ ಜಿ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಮಾಧ್ವ ಬ್ರಾಹ್ಮಣಾಸ್ ಡಾಟ್ ಬ್ಲಾಗ್ ಸ್ಪಾಟ್ ಡಾಟ್ ಕಾಮ್ ಎನಿ ಅಡಿಷನ್ ಆರ್ ಡಿಲೀಷನ್ ಮೇ ಗ್ರೇಷಿಯಸ್ಲಿ ಬಿ ಪಾಡನ್ ಆದಿ ಶಂಕರಾಚಾರ್ಯ ಟಾಕ್ ಟು ದ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ಅದ್ವೈತ ಶ್ರೀ ರಾಮಾನುಜ ಗೇವ್ ವಿಶಿಷ್ಟ ದ್ವೈತ ವೇದಾಂತ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಮಾಧವಾಚಾರ್ಯ ಗೇವ್ ಟು ದಿಸ್ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ಹಿಸ್ ಕಾನ್ಸೆಪ್ಟ್ ಕಾಲ್ ದ್ವೈತ ವೇದಾಂತ ಶಂಕರಾಚಾರ್ಯ ಅಡ್ವೊಕೇಟರ್ ಅದ್ವೈತ ಆರ್ ನಾನ್ ಡ್ಯೂಯಲಿಸಮ್ ಮಾಧವಾಚಾರ್ಯ ಅಡ್ವೊಕೇಟೆಡ್ ಡ್ಯೂಯಲಿಸಮ್ ಥ್ಯಾಂಕ್ಸ್ ಫಾರ್ ಜಾಯ್ನಿಂಗ್ ದಿಸ್ ಸೋಲ್ ಇನ್ ಲರ್ನಿಂಗ್ ಇನ್ ಅ ನಕ್ಷಲ್ ದ ಲೈಫ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ವರ್ಕ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಮಾಧವಾಚಾರ್ಯ ದೆರ್ ಆರ್ ವೇರಿಯಸ್ ಸ್ಕೂಲ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಥಾಟ್ ಆನ್ ದ ಬರ್ತ್ ಆಫ್ ಶ್ರೀ ಮಾಧವಾಚಾರ್ಯ there are conflicting dates about the date of avatar of madhavacharya while some say his life span between 1238 ce to 1317 ce others claim the period to be between 1199 ce and 1278 ce in the heartland of tulunad in a village named pajaka near udp there lived a vaishnavite brahmin couple named nadantilaya and vedavati god fearing and very ritualistic were they during the period under mention the couple were blessed with a baby boy the parents were happy he was named vasudeva by the parents the child vasudeva started growing how does one describe the divinity in the child when vasudeva was just 3 years of age his father started teaching him the alphabets after lesson was taught the next day when his father repeated it young vasudeva asked his father why he had to repeat which was taught the previous day his grasping and comprehending power was immaculate seeing his son's capability nadathilaya was happy once it so happened that vasudeva was taken to nidiyur to attend to a function during the celebrations the child slipped from the sight of the parents which they realized later frantic efforts were made to trace the child vasudeva the parents went from place to place inquiring if anyone found a child giving his description some people said that they saw a young child crossing the fields the parents searching everywhere came to udupi and came to the temple frequented by them ananthishwara temple much to their relief they found the child there standing in front of the shivalinga and praying with folded hands the couple had been worshiping lord ananthishwara for years when the parents inquired with the child on how he reached this temple in his own sweet language he detailed how we went to kodavur 
where we had darshan of shankaranarayana and to bananje where we had darshan of mahalingeshwara before reaching udupi the family members were stunned as years rolled by when vasudeva was 5 years of age he accompanied his mother to a nearby village nayampalli discourses used to happen every day during those days unlike the current period people used to attend those discourses which imparted besides spiritual knowledge morality and lessons to be learned from the scriptures and vedas a well known purane of those days madhitaya shivabatta was delivering a discourse which vasudeva attended with his mother at one point of time vasudeva stood up and offering his namaskarams to the puranik said sir the text in the purana gives a different meaning and what you are saying is something else people who had gathered there were annoyed at the child's behavior and asked him to repeat the lines and detail what he thinks is the correct one when engwasudeva recited those lines and gave the meaning the entire congregation found that what the kid is telling is right as per the hindu tradition at the age of 7 nadilaya performed the upanayanam according to the customs he then sent his son to a guru for studying the vedas and other related studies his guru was totantilaya a well respected scholar of that period from the beginning the guru felt that this shishya is no ordinary person he closely watched him and found that only during classes vasudeva came and the rest of the time he was found playing as we would see later in this episode that vasudeva was pretty strong in all the games he played be it wrestling running or swimming he always stood first he would also challenge his seniors and win over them he displayed humility at all times despite he being victorious in the challenges he met or made the guru totantilaya wasn't approving of this conduct of vasudeva he always felt that the disciple isn't studying what he is supposed to be doing in his gurukula one day he told eng vasudeva you think you have learned and mastered the knowledge you are supposed to have you have learned all those things without going through the proper reading let me hear you recite the suktas with all humility vasudeva sat in front of his guru and in a voice that reverberated like the bell of a temple with clear diction and in the shruti that should be followed without committing a mistake recited the suktas and then prostrated at the feet of the guru the guru had nothing to test further though his studies continued with his interest in sports when vasudeva's parents were thinking about getting him bound by grihastashrama at the age of 11 vasudeva decided to become a sanyasin discarding material life he went the length and breadth of bharat 
assuming that entire bharat is his home he was initiated by achyuta pragna and was given the name purna pragna in the monastic life within a short span of time the brilliance of purna pragna was known once again to the world vasudeva pandita an exponent in logical debates called tarka came to udp and was blowing his trumpets challenging the people to come forward and conquer him and others in debates having known the prowess of vasudeva pandit and the likes none came forward to take up the challenge vasudeva pandit had won all challenges across bharat desham whoever dared to challenge them this was the reason for people not coming forward to challenge when this news reached purna pragna he did wait for a moment and took the challenge in all earnestness at the end of the debate which was witnessed by his monastic guru achyuta pragna vasudeva pandit and the rest conceded defeat at the hands of purna pragna realizing the knowledge of his disciple achyuta pragna installed purna pragna as a successor of the monastery and stepped aside while installing him as a head the guru also gave him the title as ananda tirtha close on heels of this incident a buddhist scholar who was accompanied by another scholar by name vadisimha had won laurels across bharat desham for his philosophical debates vadisimha was earlier a follower of vedic religion but had converted to buddhism after being defeated by buddhisagara in a philosophical debate both were defeated much to the joy of purna pragna's guru achyuta pragna he was happy on two counts one that he found a suitable person to lead the monastery and two the title which he gave him as ananda tirtha was befitting his disciple post his ascension as the head of the monastery purna pragna more lovingly addressed as the madhava left udupi on a pilgrimage of south and northern india he visited many shrines which included tiruvananthapuram kanyakumari rameshwaram and srirangam in south in all the places visited by him he preached his philosophy of tatvavada or religious truth this triggered heated arguments amongst the learned scholars of his time madhavacharya's philosophy was that one should not mix spirituality with superstition which was the order of those days the orthodox people who were not ready to buy in this concept raised against him but the acharya was not to be disturbed at all the acharya's determination was to spread that superstitions in the way of philosophical truth should be wiped out to initiate the first step towards this goal he started writing commentary on bhagavad gita no sooner he returned to udupi the four dhams have always been a beckoning force of the spiritual gurus adi shankara sri ramanujar have been to kedarnath madhavacharya was no exception to this quest he was beckoned by badrinath 
and the thirst of being there at the hermitage of Vyasa made him step out of Udupi and proceed towards Badri. He wanted to present his Bhashya on Gita as a tribute to sage Veda Vyasa. On reaching Vyasa Badri alone, he bathed in the holy Ganges every day and observed 48 days of Manavrath. It would be surprising to note that none of the works of Madhvacharya was written by him. Please do not get me wrong. When he said, narrated or dictated, his disciples wrote them. A disciple of the Acharya by name Satyatirtha wrote the Acharya's work on palm leaves. The lamp on top of the temple tower will be seen by everyone. So was Madhvacharya's work. His fame spread across the Bharata Desham. Learned scholars were surprised at the genius in the Acharya. The strength of his disciples started growing by leaps and bounds while his fame was compounded daily. Shobana Bhatta, a well-known scholar, happened to accost the Acharya when he was on his way back from Badrinath on the banks of river Godhavari. The presence of the Acharya, his discourses brought in a change in Shobana Bhatta that he decided to become the disciple of Madhvacharya. Thereafter, he joined the entourage. Such was the power of the Acharya. After reaching Uripi, Madhvacharya wrote commentaries on the Upanishads. He wrote his Bhashya on all the ten Upanishads. He created devotional songs which can be sung by his disciples when going places with him. Many devotional songs which we sing today in praise of Lord Krishna were composed by him during his stay in Udipi. During this period only, Madhavacharya installed the idol of Lord Krishna in Udipi. According to legend, a ship laden with Gopi Chandana was kept with other cargo which left the shores of Dwaraka towards its southbound journey. When the ship reached Malpe, close to Udipi, was stuck in storm. The ship hit a boulder, broke and sank off the coast of Malpe. One day, the Acharya got up suddenly from his meditation and left for the beach of Malpe. He got the local people to fish in the waters and ahoy, they brought the idol of Sri Krishna from the seabed. The Acharya installed this idol in his mat in Udipi and worshipped it for several years before his second sojourn towards Badrina. He also anointed some of his disciples to carry on the daily puja to Lord Krishna. After this, he left once again on his yatra to Badrina. On way to Badri, he had to cross the holy Ganges. The other bank of the Ganges was under the control of a Muslim ruler. Minding nothing, Madhavacharya started swimming across the Ganges and was accosted by the Muslim soldiers as he got out of the river. The ruler was surprised how a Hindu monk, despite being warned by his soldiers before crossing the river, could swim across it and then stand in front of him. He was then produced in front of the ruler of that place. Madhavacharya, without any inhibition, spoke to the ruler that the god who 
the acharya was praying to and the god whom the ruler was praying to is a universal father and hence they are the children of the only god then why should one be afraid of the soldiers or the king hearing this the ruler of the place despite being a muslim requested the acharya to stay in his kingdom and bless it but the goal of our acharya was different he rejected the offer from the king and proceeded to badri as he proceeded to badri a group of bandits attacked the entourage of madhavacharya the acharya's disciple upendra tirtha was asked to silence them a fierce fight had ensued and with the blessings of the guru upendra tirtha overcame the challenge and made the bandits disappear the acharya always insisted that a sound mind in a sound body is very much required accordingly he had made his disciples achieve strength in their body and in the mind as well reaching badrinath he again had darshan of the lord and of the hermitage of sage vyasa while returning back to odp on route the acharya went to kashi where he took the challenge of an aged ascetic named amarendra puri whom he humbled in a debate then he went to kurukshetra there he asked a mount to be excavated and to everyone's surprise there lay a maze the acharya informed the people that the maze belonged to bhima he then ordered that the maze be buried again and the mound was formed the acharya was good in music too before reaching udipi he visited villages in the current day goa the people were gifted to hear the acharya sing in his melodious voice on returning to udipi the acharya completed twice his tour across the length and breadth of bharatadesa his contribution to hinduism is unfathomable madhavacharya founded the dvaita school of vedanta and he called the philosophy as tathavada he was well versed with brahma sutras upanishads and bhagavad gita his bhashya on these holy books were written in sanskrit in 37 volumes his followers and devotees believe that he is reincarnation of vedavyasa he established 24 months throughout india all the monasteries followed the traditions and rituals set by madhavacharya in tantrasara the saint madhavacharya mingled with the almighty in 1317 ce in udupi hariyo hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast of mine should you desire to support this project of mine you may contribute through patreon.com the link for which is available in the description shri gurubhyo namaha